as we gather on the patronal feast of our country, the United States, Our, Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. Declared by the U.S. bishops in 1848, made a dogma of the church in 1854. So the church made this declaration, this dogmatic declaration of the, of the truth of her immaculate conception. But it wasn't when the church started to believe that. It was a, it's, it's a long-held belief. Even the great revolutionary Martin Luther believed in Mary's immaculate conception. But as the church says, by a singular grace, by a one-time thing, God used the merits from the passion of Jesus and applied them to the moment of Mary's conception. Their spiritual fathers tell us that God can do it. He's God. He can do anything. Nothing is impossible for God. And it's fitting. It's appropriate. It's proper. It makes sense that Mary would be conceived without original sin, without the stain of original sin. That we are born in original sin with the consequences of that. And even after baptism, when the stain of original sin is removed from us, what we call concupiscence remains. The seemingly proclivity towards sin remains within us. That battle that we have in our heart that St. Paul talks about between good and evil, not doing what I want to do, doing the very thing I hate, our Blessed Mother had none of that. A pure vessel immaculate, without spot or without wrinkle. We heard in the first reading the the consequence of that original sin, that conversation that Adam and Eve had with each other and with God. How the blame game started. It's her fault. Well, it's his fault. Well, it's the serpent's fault. As they were hiding themselves from their creator, This separation, this division that was inserted into creation from that very moment of sin. And God's response is, where are you? You're supposed to be here with me. Where are you? Come back. And that promise, what we call the first mention of the gospel in Genesis, that one day, the seed of the woman that I will put enmity between you and her and your seed and her seed. Enmity, complete separation. Complete separation from the evil one. God promised in those very first pages of Scripture. And it came true in our Blessed Mother. The new Eve, the fathers of the church would, would, would call her. Jesus, the new Adam, the new man. Mary, the new Eve the new mother of all the living. And as the prayers of the Missal consigned for this day will tell us as that Mary is a foreshadowing. In a way, God gives us this great gift of our Blessed Mother, immaculate from the first moment of her conception as an inspiration for us 
as a sign to what our life should have been, could have been, and by God's grace, what our life will be. As St. Paul so beautifully tells us in that letter to the Ephesians, Praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the beginning with every spiritual blessing. And from the foundation of the world, he has called you. From the foundation of the world, he has called you. Not at some moment later, but from the very foundation of the world, he has called you. To be holy and without blemish. He's called you to be holy and immaculate. And love, he, he destined us for adoption through his son, Jesus Christ, for the praise of the glory of his grace. In him we are chosen, destined, in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things. This is the, the promise, the power of the scriptures, of the word of God, reminding us of who we are. In our world today, when there's so many questions and confusions about identity and purpose, we turn to Holy Mother Church and the Scriptures, and we get a clear reminder of who we are, so that we might exist for the praise of His glory. How beautiful is that? When there is so much confusion, and we don't know where we're going sometimes, our Blessed Mother shows us the way the great light guiding us to her son. Our, our Lord saved her before Christ was even born, before the passion ever took place. He took that grace and put it to her. In very much the same way, he takes that grace and gives it to us in the future. He's God and nothing is impossible for him. And so we rejoice on this great feast day, the patronal feast of our great country. But our Blessed Mother is leading and guiding the way. And she is that image of that spotless bride, washed clean in the waters of rebirth, made holy, so that we can fulfill the purpose that was ours from the foundations of the world, so that we can exist for the praise of his glory. But if you doubt, if you doubt the truth of this teaching, ask Mary to help enlighten you. If you doubt the reality of your call to be a saint, to be holy, to be spotless, to be immaculate, ask Mary to help you believe. If you doubt your purpose, that you exist for the praise of the glory of God our Father. Ask Mary to teach you. The Blessed Mother is how we call her. Affectionately, Mama Mary. She's our mother. Jesus is our brother. We turn to her with the same love and affection that any child turns to their mom. We ask her for her help intercession so that one day we will become what she already is.